If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, which Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. But there is no help in us. But though thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders, spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalms tonight are Psalm 111, excuse me, 93 on page 111, and 111 on page 482. Psalm 93. The Lord is king and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. He hath made the round world so sure that it cannot be moved. Ever since, Ever since, world... Ever since the world began hath thy seat been prepared. Thou art from everlasting. The floods are risen, O Lord. The floods have lift up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The waves of the sea are mighty and rage horribly, but yet the Lord who dwelleth on high is mightier. Thy testimonies, O Lord, are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house forever. Psalm 111 on page 482. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had in honor, and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in equity, in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 43rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall a flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore I will give men for you, and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east, and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, Do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that hath magnified me, he is, that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the first epistle of Peter. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives, when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife, as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil, or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, 
knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. <clears throat> for, the eyes, <clears throat> for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to the word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty Father, who hast given thine only Son to die for our sins and to rise again for our justification, grant us so to put away the leaven of malice and wickedness, that we may always serve thee in pureness of living and truth, through the merits of the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good Saturday to you on this uh, last uh, uh, office of the uh, first week after, first Sunday after Easter. So as I read the opening verse to um, 
first Peter today, the wives likewise be submissive to your husbands. I thought, oh good, I think I'll just do something on Isaiah and we'll skip first Peter because that doesn't sound like a lot of fun to talk about, but um, not one to run from a challenge here. I think it's really important. It's this, this chapter, uh, this, this first section of first Peter has opened up and what he's talked about is how to get along in this world when the Romans want to kill us, when people are looking at us and trying to um, discredit God and Christianity, how do we live? And so Peter has been talking about submission. And so he's answered some things, submit to the government, submit to, um, you know, to each other. And here he's talking about wives, be submissive to your husbands. And I think it's important to understand that uh, the question for a lot of the believers was, I'm, I'm a wife or I'm a husband and my spouse doesn't believe, what do I do? And so the point was that Peter made is that in, in all people who don't believe, by being around us, what we, how we live, how we live our faith is more important than what we say. Um, so it's, the whole idea of submission is incredibly important. But then I think submission can be taken to a, a bad or a, or a place that's not correct. I've had people actually ask me, you know, shouldn't my wife do what I say because I'm the husband? And so I thought, let's look at some examples of submission in the Bible. So the first example I'm thinking of is, um, is Naaman in 1 Kings. Naaman is a servant of a foreign king, and um, he's sent to Elisha, and, and the, actually the king sent to the Israeli king and said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to heal my servant Naaman. And um, so, of course, the Israeli king said, uh, what are you trying to do, make a war with me? And they sent him to Elisha. And, of course, he, he fought with Elisha a little bit, and then he fought, mean resisting. And then he finally did. He was submissive to what Elisha said, and he was healed. And he said his conclusion was, there's no other God but the Lord. And then he's going back, and he knows he's going to worship God. He knows who God is. And in his submission to his king, he asked Elisha for this forgiveness. He said, but may the Lord forgive your servant for this one thing. When my master enters the temple of Rimen to bow down, and he is leaning on my arm, and I have to bow down, bow there also. When I bow down in the temple of Rimen, may the Lord forgive your servant for this. So he had a duty to do, and so he, he uh, found a spot where he would be, submit to the God of Israel, but he would also uh, serve his master. And uh, and he's asking for, you know, obviously some guidance and some some help with that. Uh, I think another um, example of submission and really applies to this verse is Esther because she ended up married to Xerxes, the king, and had to submit to him and actually risked her life for the people of Israel when she walked into the king's presence. And um, and I think we've all heard the story. She walked in and if you went to the king without being summoned, um, he either pointed a scepter at you, which said, speak, or you were going to die. And she risked her life, and uh, and but also submitted to the king. And so in submitting to the king, she was able to, to save her people. And uh, just I think the thought there in the lesson is as we submit and we let God take care of us, we don't try to make work out our own, our own salvation or, or a earthly story. We let God work that out for us. And so it, she was just put in that spot for that. Um, for that purpose. Uh, another one I think is really important when we talk about submit. You remember the Pharisees and the scribes came and they tried to catch Jesus. In um, They were trying to catch him in a lie or something they could charge him with and get him in trouble. And they said, should we pay taxes to Caesar? 
And I think this is probably one of the most brilliant things that, um, you know, as far as guidance is to, to determine, uh, as Jesus said, show me a coin and whose head's on it. It's Caesar's. And he goes, render under Caesar the thing that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. So we have a uh, submission to our government and we have uh, submission to God and they're not exactly the same, but we try to honor God in our submission to the government. But then as we learn in Daniel, of course, um, there's a time when you don't submit to the government. And Daniel was, a, he prayed every day and then he heard about the law that said, if you pray to anybody but the um, king, Darius and, um, um, I think it was Darius, anyway, with, to the king, then uh, that you'll be subject to death. And Daniel went right in, and not only did he pray to the king, he opened his windows, he opened the curtains so he could be seen praying. And of course, um, he got to meet all the king's special cats, and you know how that one turned out. He was in the lion's den, and, and God shut the mouths of the lions. And I really love when his friends got thrown in the fire for their faith, and the king said, not even your God can save you. And they said, oh, he's able. Whether he will or not, we're still not bowing down to you. So these are some... some um, concepts of submission and um, if you're a husband um, you're told in Peter to to deal with understanding and give honor to your wife if you're a wife you're told to submit yourself to your husband we know we're supposed to submit ourselves to God so my suggestion if you have confusion about it is ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you is there any place where I am not submitting that I need to submit and remember that the very very greatest submission was Jesus on the cross and of course, the reward of that for us was great. It, it leads us to eternal life, but it also, that was his path to his, his um, telos, his glory. And um, so he was, he was um, submitted himself to first off the humility of being a man when he's God, and then all the way to the cross. And so um, the final thing is to remember that this submission is also to having com compassion and love and tenderheartedness towards ourselves. And sometimes that means we have to maybe swallow our pride a little bit. So um, just a few things about submission, and I'll let you work it out with the Holy Spirit any farther than that. In the meantime, we will continue with the, the prayer for all conditions of men. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me tonight. It was good to have you. I look forward to seeing you in church on Sunday and uh, continuously on these offices where we get uh, formed, formed to walk in the uh, shape of our Savior. Thank you.
Good night, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.